The Ingenuity Show has the weirdest style. The Ingenuity Show hopes you stay a while. Come with these three nerdy engineers. What you will find might linger in the cochlea of your ears. Oh, with every nerdcast, there is something new. If you are listening, then this show's for you. You may think the premise of this show sounds so absurd. Well, you're, you're the, the one listening. Who's the nerd? You know, so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Hello, welcome to the Ingenuity Show. This is Mr. Pold, and I'm here with St. Jimmy and DVD. What's up? What's up, nerds? And we said that over. Yeah. Hold on. We've got a special guest, JT. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Good to have you on. Thank you. Good to be here. Our fake sponsor this week is Prescription Computer Monitors. Now you can see your monitor without glasses, and nobody can watch over your shoulder. Or if they do, they get a headache. I've wanted one of those for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was reading something at work. It was a, it was this Belzona. It's like a metal epoxy. And it said, if you get it in your eye, remove contacts if present. I'm like, oh, good thing they said if present. Otherwise, somebody would like be (laughs) trying to dig. Maybe it's on the back of my eye. I've got to get it out of here. Or maybe they just start removing every everyone else's contacts. You take those out. I'm not the idiot that put this epoxy in my eye. <laughs> How did you even do that? Don't shut your eye. Whatever you do. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a, a what short you put, pot life. What do you put one part on your upper lid, one part on the bottom? It's a horrible <laughs> idea. Wow. Maybe they thought it was eye drops. <laughs> Well, it's not that liquidy. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have kept that in that same bottle. It's it's an eye paste. Yeah, eye paste, which oh. we've all used at one time or another, right? Sometimes I mix it up with my nose paste. <laughs> That's disturbing. <laughs> yes. So, well, in honor of our guest, I I wrote a song. Oh, you did? Are you going to perform it? <laughs> yes. <In honor. clears throat> Wow. It's, Are you going to perform it? Yes. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> All right, it's just a part of it. It's actually okay. based on a song you might recognize. <clears throat> so, okay. <laughs> it's not this one of your me. songs. Okay. <laughs> I was going to be embarrassed because that's, that's one of my things is not knowing my own song. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I wish I had more, actually, because it's kind of short, but... <clears throat> This bovine is my destiny. Moo. Shut up and moo with me. <laughs> Cow related humor always wins. My kids liked it. <laughs> is that that's a is that that's a dad joke and a song together? All in one. Absolutely. <laughs> Best of both worlds. I like it. I like it. 
Well, we were in the we were in our pickup a lot this weekend because we took a trip. We went to the Olympic Game Farm with my in-laws, and their they've got two grandkids. That <laughs> Did you rent a car? They they actually had a rental vehicle, but we didn't. We just drove our pickup in there. Uh, it's it's cool. It's a drive-through park where you can roll your windows down, and the animals come up, and you can feed them bread out the window. Of and the, the buffalo will stick his entire head inside we, your your car if you're not. We careful. had yak saliva all over the side of Tibidi's <laughs> like side mirror for like a month. Yeah. So the first part you go through, there's just like a bunch of yam. Uh, I almost said yamas. <laughs> What's a yama? <laughs> well, that's how you would say it in Spanish because oh. it starts with two L's. But um, there's a bunch of llamas, and they're very pushy. They'll stick their whole head in your window to get the bread. And then there's these little. Are those yaks or are they like musk oxen or oh, something? I think they're yaks. Oh, okay. And those guys, they're lazy. They just like stand on either side of the road. And if you don't pull right up and put it in their mouth, they will just not move. So, Are these the emus? Are you talking about the emus? No, there was an emu, but uh, the emu is like an ostrich, right? Yeah. yeah it's smaller. So, yeah, I grew up, I'm from Port Angeles, so that was like, I've got quite a few memories out there. And actually, our, our friend has an emu farm out there, but uh, I remember the Olympic, uh, that, that park was just sitting there trying to, did you go to the fish? Did you take your kids to the fishing uh, uh, pond, fish the fake pond that they have there? Yeah. Surrounded by concrete? Yeah. I wouldn't eat those fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, hey. Yeah, so they there's a... After you get through that part, there's also some Kodiak bears that you can't, they don't come up to the vehicle, but they're, <laughs> they're very cuddly. They sit there and just pose for the for you to take pictures of them. And throw bread at them. Yeah, yeah. I frisbeed one right at it. But if you don't get it in their mouth, they just kind of look at it like, I'm not going after that. <laughs> Somebody else will be better at throwing than you. You know, that's a good business plan for them because they don't have to buy feed. You pay to go there and feed their animals for them. I think when I get pets, I'm going to have a policy like that. <laughs> you know, we had the zebra stick its entire head in the car. Oh, yeah, there we was a zebra. We had some great pictures with my son and the zebra. So Yeah, so you go through that part with all the llamas or I don't know if they're llamas or alpacas or what. But, oh, that's what I'm thinking. It's alpacas. That's what oh, I'm thinking. Okay. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, you, it's a separate part where they have... All, they have elk, bison, and deer, and they, it says, do not stop your vehicle or it will be damaged by the animals. So we're going, yeah. we go in, we go past the elk and feed them, and the elk had to actually duck to get their heads in the pickup window. That's how tall they are. And uh, we got past them fine. We go into the bison area. <laughs> well, the car in front of us got swarmed by, like, 30 deer and so they could not go forward (laughs) well we're behind them and we're like uh we're not supposed to stop and here come these two bison one on either side and you mean yeah tatonka they stick their heads (laughs) right in the window and they have these big purple long tongues and they kind of have bad breath we had i think it was that part of the park that my wife was trying to roll her window up and i had i was driving so i hit the down Lock, button. Oh. Locked her window so she couldn't put it down. Nice. Or up. It was hilarious. So that kind of freaked the kids out. <laughs> My kids are 10, 8, and 4. That same kind of thing happened when I went with my mother-in-law and the car in front of us stopped and so we were stuck behind them. Well, we had all these 
bison on either side of the van, like shaking it back and forth, <laughs> scratching up the sides with their horns and stuff. It was pretty fun. Oh, we didn't get any horns, but we definitely got slobbered on. Lots of slobber. <laughs> well, my in-laws were behind us in their rented minivan, and they had so much slobber, it was like running down the inside of the door panel and pooling on the armrest. <laughs> Awesome. At least it's a rental, right? Yeah. Drive it like you rented it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fun. And then we drove through Port Angeles on our way to Forks where we rented a house. We did an Airbnb over there. So it was kind of cool. We rented a whole house and there were nine of us, you know, my family and then my in-laws and their two grandkids that they have guardianship over. And so we crashed there. It was really nice. Nice. It was much better than staying in a hotel room. Did you feel bad about leaving uh, b- bison saliva all over the inside of that house? No. <laughs> you didn't take one with you? You no. have a truck. You just let the tailgate down. They'll close oh, right if, in. The bison... If that's... Go ahead. The bison have so much hair. Like, I, I was patting it on the face, but the hair on their face was like six inches thick. Wow. Uh, that's... If that if that house is in Forks, that's not the first time they've had that there. That's probably a, <laughs> that's a time, the times have changed. If they have Airbnb in Forks, from what I remember, so I wouldn't worry about it. Well, they've got a lot. They've got all that Twilight money coming in, <laughs> right? <laughs> so they've got nice roads and the like. My wife's into Twilight, and so we went and went around town, and they took pictures of all the sites and stuff. That's the first time since we've. It's the first time we've ever been over to that side of the Olympic Peninsula. And, yeah, it's uh, mind-blowing. That is mind-blowing. If I just remember growing up there, and, and after Twilight hit, that whole <laughs> the whole region changed. It's amazing. Yeah. So they have, like, the the houses of different people from the books, I guess. They're, they don't look like the ones in the movies because the movies weren't filmed there. <laughs> but they're, right. like... Like, I was on their website trying to figure out where to go for my wife to take pictures. And it's like, this is the house from the book. You know, it specifically kept (laughs) mentioning the book, not the movie. So we went by the house where the chick lives in the book. And it it says on the website, please do not bother the owners of the house, you know. (laughs) And uh, we got there and the house actually is for sale. I'm like, (laughs) yeah. Oh, wow. So I was wondering, would it be worth more than normal? So did Mrs. Jimmy less? want to buy the house? No. She's like, we got to move there. No, she doesn't want to live there. There's vampires oh, okay. and werewolves there. Why would you want to live there? It's good to visit, but not to live, probably. Oh, okay. It may get your summer house. Yeah, well. And uh, we <clears throat> stopped by the Chamber of Commerce, and I didn't go in. It was actually across the street from it is a a racetrack and so we were watched my father-in-law and I were out there watching the drag racers go race their cars but my wife went in and they have like these life-size cardboard cutouts of some <laughs> of the characters from the movie and the people that work there like they're like oh let us pull all these out for you and so you can take pictures and here's some banners stand over here and they were like totally trying to get them to take all these pictures in there it was funny. That was cool uh, what Diagon Alley is like for people who live there over in England. Is that a real alley? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Gullible here. <laughs> then, uh, so 
we went that we showed up there Friday last Friday and Saturday we went out to the coast to a beach called Second Beach and we had looked it up in this hiking thing and it's like a 0.7 mile hike and it said it was like the lowest difficulty out of their 3000 feet gain in elevation no it said it was only like <laughs> 200 feet elevation change but you actually have to go up quite a bit before you go down and it fairly steep at points and we've got a four-year-old with us you know so it seemed harder than they made it sound but it was a nice beach there's like haystack rocks out off there and it was overcast and it wasn't very warm but the kids played in the water and we you know walked in the surf and stuff it was nice is that over by la push yeah, you have to oh. go through La Push to get there. Oh, all right. They have a sign in La Push. It's like, no vampires beyond this point. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I, I was there before Twilight came out, so I didn't see any of that kind of stuff. Oh. Right. And didn't, didn't the author, she basically just picked a spot on a map that looked, <laughs> she just basically looked, you know, secluded, and now a whole town is benefiting from that, which yeah. is crazy no i think she actually did live there really really yeah huh i'll look it up to probably have no way to find out yeah i'll look it up (laughs) (laughs) they have trust internet they have uh her name stephanie meyer and in september they have stephanie meyer weekend or twilight weekend or something where they have a bunch of stuff does she have any sponsors because they probably admire her yeah uh, let's see. I get it. <laughs> Good, somebody got it. <laughs> Sometimes they're kind of yes. Steven is our pun master. Oh, she was born in Connecticut, raised Weird. in Arizona. Huh. So we were saying JT was right. She yeah, just, like, went on a map. <laughs> when you're from Port Angeles, Forks, or Qualum Bay, you know everybody. So I'm pretty sure she, especially if she's the author of a hit series, I'm pretty sure she would have never been there. So is it really as cloudy there as it says in the books? It was pretty cloudy when we were there. Okay, so I apologize that I didn't know the full story behind the author of Twilight. You just try to throw us off your track. We get get it. (laughs) I have read the books. Me too. They were very first-person-ish. The... The feeling I got was that the entire four book thing could have been condensed into one really good book, and it would have been interesting. To but take all the feelings out. Spreading it over four books, it was horribly dreary to read. Just gotta skip parts. Oh, let's see. So is that the end of the banter segment? No, I don't know. Let me see. Oh, while we were while we were there in Forks, my son was singing this song that he likes. It's by Disturbed. It's not a really heavy Disturbed song, you know, so it's kind of a soft, quiet song and he's singing it and my mother in law starts singing along and he's like <laughs> looking at her like she's this? crazy and she's like how do you know a Garfunkel or Simon and Garfunkel song? 
And he's like, how do you know a Disturbed song? That's well, it turns out this song's a cover. Wow, the so. generation gap was just folded in half right there. It was, it was like that con can. There was a, they they pulled some stuff off of some seventies music that our mother knew. Oh, it was funny. Yeah, I do that to my kids too. Um, they've got this song that samples from the Munsters. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, that newer song. Yeah, I always point that out to them. I'm sure they love it that. A good dad does. Yes. I, I even I, played it for him on YouTube, and they said, like, that doesn't sound anything like it. I'm like, uh, yes, it does. It's, I do that as my thing to make everything they like uncool, like using their <laughs> slang. <laughs> Wrong. Correctly. <laughs> That's totes adorbs, kids. <laughs> LOL. Misuse it on purpose and <laughs> in front of their friends. <laughs> I almost lolled down those stairs. <laughs> oh, that's Roffling. Oh. <laughs> All right. You want some Eggle Ruffles? Yeah. Ooh, that'd be a good... Eggle Ruffles. Write that down for a fake sponsor. Okay. I'll put it in my list. <laughs> oh, wait. We're not supposed to talk about that. Well, I'll save it show. for like next month. Okay. No one will remember. Least of all me. Is that the? Should we move to the next? And segment? now Nerdiculture with Mr. Pold. All right, so we're going to interview JT Pender here, our special guest. Hello. All right, you're still with us. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to tell us a little bit about your music? Sure. What would you want to know? <laughs> well, how did you get started? How did I get started? Yeah. Um, is there a big well, music scene in Port Angeles? Well, you know, our um, so my mom, my mom is originally from uh, the Bay Area, and she's got uh, eight brothers and sisters. And growing up in uh, you know Northern California, they were pretty much like the Partridge Family, or they were uh, doing music uh, as a as a family, pretty much. And then uh, when they moved to Squim, Washington, which half the family wasn't excited about, um, <laughs> that kind of followed with them. So I grew up in a uh, in a uh, studio environment. Our garage was converted to a full on you know recording studio with which if you you know you're talking nerdy, we're talking reel to reels and 
Nice. And, you know, four, you know, I think maybe four tracks were soon after that. But uh, so I've been around it pretty wow. much my whole life. So it was an easy transition. And then my brother, actually, who's like, he's a he's a financial guy now, but uh, he actually taught me the uh, role. And if you saw him, you'd be like, that guy taught you to rap or that guy <laughs> taught you to, you know. But yeah, so that's that's pretty much how I got into it. Uh, you know, it's just kind of, I guess it's kind of a family thing. So, have you been writing like stuff down, um, poetry and and uh, rhymes and stuff for a long time? Like, how how early did you start that? So, you know, I think uh, <clears throat> my my brother was like one of the early uh, the guy. Yeah, he was using an Atari ST to do music, and I don't know if you're familiar with what Atari ST is, but we're talking like four megs of soldered ram like nice. we were upgrading them by soldering you know four i think i think he had eight megs of ram at one time and that was huge that's a lot and then back then. yeah and um and then he 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 bought a sampler for a lot of money back then like a thousand dollars and it had like 16 megs of sampling ram so you can imagine that doesn't go very far but he was using computers uh man probably like i'd say 20 25 years ago wow 26 years ago to do music so when i started when um you know what's now adobe audition started as uh cool edit pro um way way back and so when i first got my hands on a uh, on a pc and was able to use an audition uh, i started started doing music just basically destructive editing through that and that's really how i got into it so i started with computers first so I was really kind of a, a computer nerd, went from programming to doing uh, the music uh, like he did. And then that turned into, I got all this music and now I want to uh, I want to do something with it. And I'm in Port Angeles and, you know, there's not a whole lot of <laughs> rappers or any of that. So so I ended up doing it myself. So I really started as just a, as a, pro, a beat programmer, a music programmer first. So Yeah, um, there was no YouTube back then. I remember our, when we grew up, we had a Commodore 64. Right, and we had a bunch of like pirated yes. games my dad got on disc from a guy at work that were copied. And I remember one of the ones right. we found. There's like no list of anything, so we would just grab a disc, stick it in, we're in the list program, look and see what was on it. Pulled an eye, and we found one. I think that you could actually had sheet music, and you'd place the notes on there, and then it would play it. Yes, like a like make a MIDI file basically yeah. by just yeah. placing the notes. Yeah, that's that was color too, right? The Commodore sixty four. Yeah, yeah, that was its main thing was color. Yeah. Yeah, I think we started on monochrome. <laughs> fact, I used that. I used that Commodore for the first time I went to college in '95. Yeah, I used it my <laughs> first year of college in '93. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Commodores, Amigas, Ataris. Yeah. Were like, and then obviously Apple, but those were so expensive we couldn't afford those. But, um, and uh, what do you remember? Word processors back then. <laughs> yes, we uh, Paul and I um, had a club, a special forces club, and we used to make a newsletter. <laughs> I was the president, <laughs> of course. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. What uh, does that have to do with the uh, word processing? Because we made a newsletter, remember? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you did the newsletter. How were you? Were there actual graphics in it on the thing? I think you were probably just punching in text. I think we had uh, like what was that old? Paint or it was like an old program. It was was it like clip art? Print shop? 
Yeah, clip art. Might have been Photoshop clip. way back in the day. Everything was really pixeled. It'd be like you zoomed way in on like Microsoft Paint and had like 64 by 64 squares to play with. Right. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I remember making the banners on the dot matrix printers for our, for our get togethers. <laughs> yeah. I had a, on that thing. My dot matrix died on me when I was at college and I'd written like a 20 page biology report and there was no way I could get it copied to the windows machines at the college. Oh man. So I actually had to copy it by hand down on the paper from oh. my monitor, take it to the computer lab oh. and retype it. Wait, you mean you took your Commodore 64 to college with you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a story that your uh, your kids will probably never understand. Never. I mean, they had more processing power in like the cheapest. I had it in college first, and then DVD got it after me. So, like what? Like an iPhone four? <laughs> yeah. Wait, you had a family computer that was handed down? Wow, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, there was no like tower or anything. It was just all on the keyboard. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So, what uh, musical artist do you? Is there any that you like? You really like that you try to? I don't, know, I don't want to say copy, but yeah, who are some inspiring? Well, you. All, I mean, you always do, right? You're always inspired. Um, for me, it's weird. I um, obviously the same stuff as everybody else during the '90s, like the uh, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, the stuff that was like all over the place. Yeah, and everybody was listening to it. Uh, <clears throat> And the 80s, I mean, I still have, I, I got my brother's vinyl collection handed down to me. And then, you know, my, my dad had like a vinyl collection that spanned like our entire garage. I just thought that was, a, and it actually probably was a more normal thing growing up. Your, your family probably even had some, probably different records, but well, uh, probably. Had tons, <laughs> tons of paperback books. It's a paperback book. So and much. so that's kind of why we got interested in writing and that kind of stuff. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So I would say um, huge influences, obviously the Motown stuff, um, yeah. that um, the, uni- the the old school universal music um, like that, Stevie Wonder and um, uh, Marvin Gaye and, and, and um, some of the classics, Al Green, and then that term. classic hip-hop which is like uh you know grandmaster flash houdini and, uh, a lot of a lot of the same influences is that what's that i said houdini if houdini fruits, right fruits come houdini. Out at night. um <laughs> god there's so many there's so many when I, but when i started doing music it was like um you know like dog pound snoop dog death row notorious big that's what everything that was hot so that's what i i wanted to i wanted to sound like you know now now looking back you can make a hundred of those beats in, you know, three days because they're so simple. Right. A, a lot of them are, or they're sampled or, and whatever. But, um, you know, and that's my main thing now is I, I all my songs. Uh, there's two things I try to do. Um, in general, it's like my last couple albums. I try to, I try to, I don't sample. I mean, I, I really don't sample because I, I, you know, for publishing purposes, I don't, I don't want to get clearance. So I, I try to make them completely original. And then, and then also, um, uh, you know, I try to, uh, um, I try to, I try to keep, uh, cussing. I try to leave, I don't know if it's just laziness, but I try to make it so I don't have to censor my songs <laughs> and also get the message through, uh, the same message without dropping F-bombs and all that. Well, I mean, obviously I do on, on some that. of my music. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> those with little kids, uh, even my older kids, I really appreciate that. 
Uh, yeah, well, there's, I'm not going to say it's, a, it's not a blanket license to just right. put. I mean, there's sometimes my, I mean, like even my new video, uh, my new, my newest video, which was uh, got it made, was about my now wife. And it's funny, like our family, like our nieces and nephews and friends, kids who consider us, you know, auntie and uncle. The first time they saw the video, they're like, why is he kissing some other woman? Why is he <laughs> on the beach? Where is Auntie Elaine? Like, you know, they didn't get its acting, you right. know, or it's yeah. it's ours. So obviously, you know, I can't do that on every song, but it's gotten better that way where, you know, like networks or TV will ask me to send them a song and make sure it's censored. And I don't even need to censor anything out of it. So that's cool. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I've noticed listening to some of your music, um, you've got a lot of variety in your songs. So is that something that you're striving for? I was definitely trying. So I did my first album. I, I put out my first album when I was, I think, 16 in high school. Oh. Um, and I was originally, my whole, my goal has always been to make an album that sounded like 10 producers did it. I didn't want to make like an album where it sounded like I did every song. So I think that maybe has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to trying to keep it diverse. And then... Um, you know, I, I, that that's that's probably it. I mean, and and also I get bored. It might be the the, the ADHD that kicks in. I get some of these songs sit for years, so I had I actually had two albums done that were sitting for five years because I couldn't finish one little blip on a song because I didn't I didn't know what to do with it. So um, that's probably why too, because I'm just I mean there will be some weeks. The last album I just put out, which was Affirmations, I actually recorded the I actually made and record that in like 10 days wow with the exception of a couple songs it's like it just just vomited out like <laughs> t- you know 10 songs and then it sat for four years i think that's kind so. of a, I don't know, a nerd trait at least as far as i'm concerned because if i don't get something done quickly if i get inspiration to do like a new art piece or something if i don't get it done quickly if i take off too big of a bite or start going too wide a scope there's no way i'm going to finish it right right so quickly I can get through or the quicker something else won't catch my attention. I save time by right. just not starting anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like those marathon stickers I just bring it up to somebody today that I seen it crack me up where it says, you know, twenty six point two and now I'm seeing the ones that say zero point zero. I don't know if you've seen those. <laughs> I I did see one once and I thought that was what are those for? Oh, is that for a marathon? Yeah, twenty six point two is a marathon. Some oh. people have like the thirteen point one, so they did a half. It's like really our, our <laughs> yeah. other brother, he has something hooked up with his uh fitness tracker where it posts on Facebook when he went for like an eight mile run, I'm like, gee, thanks. That's why you <laughs> don't use Facebook. No. <laughs> So do you remember, because I have a very specific memory of this, do you remember the first rap song you heard? The first rap song I heard, um, geez, and or it should be the first rap song I didn't hear. I remember when Two Live Crew was taking over the scene, and yeah. it was like, it was like playing pornography in the neighborhood. It was so banned and restricted. It was like you killed somebody if you were, had that turned up. And I remember uh, some kids down the street had taken a, a boom box, which is something that people, like kids probably don't even comprehend now, <laughs> to a boom box with a tape and some 
you know, who knows, D batteries, four D batteries in it, yeah. but took it down to the woods. And we're playing two life crew, and their mom came down and spanked their, you know, behind in front of all of us <laughs> for playing two life crew. But um, for <laughs> first rap song, uh, man, that's really tough to say. I, I don't even know if I could say that because I've just, you know, my brother's 10 years older than me. So it's all the he was listening to. Yeah. Yeah, every morning we'd wake up. I'd wake up to him playing that, whether I had to do something that day or not. So I have I just know, a really one. weird, specific memory for music. I can remember pretty much. I don't know, most songs have a very specific memory for me that ties to them. Right. Like I remember, it was a Walkman on a playground when I was like in second grade. My friend Jeremy said, "Hey, you gotta check this out," and he'd like put the headphones up to my ear and then played some Young MC. I right. Think it was uh, <laughs> oh, what was that song? Uh, oh, Bust a Move, I think. I, think I, I have that move. on vinyl. I know exactly. You're talking about Young MC. Um, what what what's the title of that song? I think it's, it's, it's not. It's not, not called, Bust a Move. It's uh Yeah, it's something else. I've got that CD somewhere. Uh, and then shortly after that, some uh, Fresh Prince was always big for me. Fresh Prince, yes. Fresh <laughs> Prince, huge. Uh, the song I remember playing on repeat constantly was a uh, t- uh, Tupac, Dear Mama. Oh, I yeah, playing a that one. one summer constantly. I just yeah. thought it was like so such an emotional, great song that they didn't have before because it was like you know like a house party type songs. Like everything was really yeah. you know, or Grandmaster Flash was about as serious as it got, and then right. When I heard that song, I was like, wow, this is really serious. <laughs> remember, you know? We had a road trip one summer, Pold and I, um, and we had the tape for uh, Regulator. It was just a single. Oh, yep. So we wore that tape out, playing that, and <laughs> yeah. wrapped along with Regulators, it. Regulators, mount up. Right, yeah, that's classic. <laughs> there, that was another one, yeah. That whole album was on repeat, for sure. And we've got an old-school <laughs> hip-hop station here, local now, that plays all my old stuff i'm like man it must be old because they're calling it like an old old school i'm like man this is stuff that makes me feel old you're kind of that yeah rubbing it into your audience i know right <laughs> my kids all Crazy. enjoy it i've indoctrinated them i don't know and you know you're getting you know you're getting old when when you hear music and you're like you tell people they that they don't make music like this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, why am I using that statement? That's like, that's for my pops or something. But now I'm saying it. Well, that's all yeah. like, I listened to your songs on YouTube, the ones I could get to um, mm-hmm. when Paul told me you're coming on. And the thing I like about it and what was bugging me recently with a lot of the hip hop is they don't have, what did Ice-T call them? Hookers? It's like, I've got a hook and that's all they have. There's no right. beat to their music. And that's what I enjoyed about what I've heard of yours, but it seems like, You've got a message, and you're like, I don't know. It seems more solid than a lot of the music that's out right now. It's not just hip-hop. super repetitive. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I try. I'm, you know, and and uh, it's um, I throw out a lot of music. I'm kind of a perfectionist. Like, there's times where I've thrown out so much music, and like my wife or you know even my brother who still listens to stuff, they don't know why I am. But I just feel like it's kind of like music videos. Like I haven't shot one in a couple of years. I have a really great uh, director, Ryan Ryan Wise, a buddy of mine who directs all the videos and puts them all together. And he's like, you know, top notch. And 
and he told me straight up like don't i put you know my normal videos out where you grab your phone and you do your thing and you walk around it's like you know if you're not if your video can actually ruin your song like if you're if your song's great and then you do this really crappy video that looks like every single video that's out it can actually hurt your song i think and uh um that it's the same thing so videos and the music the same thing it's like if if you're not doing something with a message or doing something that's new or fresh, if you're just getting in there and talking about yourself, then why do it at all? You know, that's kind of like my thing now. It's like, yeah, you know, I, I want to try to separate. So I won't, I won't do anything unless I know that it's it's special. You know, yeah, and speaking of Ice T, the best article I ever wrote from that guy that that's probably helped me out in my career is I remember reading an article and I can't remember which music easing or what it was but he said they asked him what's your number one piece of advice to aspiring musicians and he said do not quit your day job <laughs> <laughs> do not quit your day job until you know you've got it and you know like i never have like i've bounced i've got friends that have literally went all out and you know they've got no backup you know mm. um it's like it, it you know i think now like even you know that's that's how i met uh mr pole quote unquote you know it's like being at work and it's it's helped me find new things to write about is is having a you know more diverse group of people to pull from so that's probably why a lot of hip-hop is all about strip clubs and stuff and throwing money around because that's what they're experiencing if they don't have another job and they're just experiencing (laughs) what the record companies are throwing at them you know what i doubt that like the the (laughs) album i'm recording right now hits on that a lot i had an album so i changed my name from tyronius to jt pender uh, before the last album and I don't really reference it because I, I kind of wanted to restart and refresh mm. so I call I call my last album my second album even though it's like really my 12th album um, but people laugh at that They're like you got 12 albums like why haven't you given up it's like it's like <laughs> you know there's no reason to it's like you do something you love you know it's like you guys do these podcasts because you love to do them you're gonna do them if one person's listening or a million people's listening, you're going to do them because you love them, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah, like the whole cool. first couple of years, I don't think we had any listeners. <laughs> right. Well, mom listens. <laughs> right. Same, same here, right? So, yeah, same thing. Um, and, yeah, so. All right. Um, you, want, you have anything you want to plug? Plug? Uh, Affirmations, the newest album, just dropped a couple weeks ago. And because I've been busy distracted by work mainly it's uh your brother's fault uh, that (laughs) um i haven't got to plug it that much but affirmations it's on uh apple music uh spotify uh everything check it out the jt pinner affirmations so all right cool do you do you get a lot of your exposure through youtube or is that He's got a lot of viewers on some of his videos. Yeah, I noticed you had hundreds of thousands of views on your videos. Yeah, it helps that last video, the actress on there, she's actually been on quite a few stuff, a few, uh, quite a, uh, a lot of a lot of stuff, actually, um, if you look her up. But she, that helped out a lot. And then promotion, through, um, I have a pretty good network now set up through uh, the label, which is uh, Game Runners Records. Uh, I have a uh, pretty good promotion and and we you know advertise and all that so um um a lot of it's through youtube um facebook is like the main thing now it is uh, most of my fans are coming from facebook and sponsored posts and all that so that's just the way it is now it's it's be going on the street and handing out 
flyers and and or you know i'd go out and hand out free cds but now it's not it's not that the game has changed it's like hmm. you know advertise <laughs> you know it's the 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 simp the 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 guy on the bottom rung now can buy advertising just like the guy on the top rung you know? yeah so do you perform live ever the last show I did was at uh, speaking of uh, Twilightville and out that way <laughs> was at uh, uh, Seven Cedars Casino oh, out yeah. in uh, Blinn, um, and uh, that that's been the last one because I've been relocating. So now, obviously, I'm in San Diego permanent. Um, so I'm kind of rebuilding. Um, got some new artists down here, new DJ. Uh, just started with a new, brand new singer who's actually really talented. She just blew it away in the first first day in the studio so i think we'll be doing some shows here really soon uh down here in san diego um just a whole different vibe down here and and uh plenty of opportunity so great cool all right and that's Snurticulture. thanks so uh, sweet you want to stick around for uh some more of the segments you know, I think I'm gonna go drink this tea and uh, <laughs> get some rest. Yeah, you've been kind of under the weather the couple, last couple of days. Yeah, I'm not. I I was asleep for like two hours. Just woke up at nine, so I'm not feeling not not doing well. Well, thanks but, for coming on. Well, thanks for making me feel important. We'd it's love been to a have while you back. Since I did an interview. <laughs> you guys are awesome. I'll I'll listen in. Let me know when you guys. This is off, right? You're, I mean, this isn't. Oh, we're still on. You know, it's always on. <laughs> this will come out on. I'll have it up on Sunday. So. Okay, this is not live though, right? You no, 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 it's recording. Okay, yeah. Let me know when you guys post it, and I'll uh, I'll promote it on the page. Yeah, I'll I'll put you in the tweet. Okay. Cool. Thanks, you JT. Got, you're on, you have a Facebook page too, right? Yeah. All right, I'll like it from my Facebook page and all that. So. Great. Thank you. Sweet. All right. Get some well, rest. Take care. All right. All right. See Thanks. Bye. See you tomorrow. Every day for this night. Let's go. Yeah, I'm in the booth. Think about you. Bobbing your head. Hands held high. Me on the stage. Ripping that mic. We are the night. So energized. Feel this moment with me. Pause. Make this toast here with me. Pause. This one goes to those that never fold the quotas. Do what's in their heart. From the start, we gon' rep this till we die. Until we fly Yeah, I'm still on a nine to five But I'm getting by Pull my heart out through these lines Through these bars, through these stars I've once wished upon And now it's finally time I'm feeling All right, Technurgy. So we've got more and more car companies that are coming out with electric cars, so battery-powered cars. Um, Tesla we know about, 
we've got um, Mercedes has one, BMW's got one, and Google. yeah. So, but what do we do with these batteries when they are no longer useful in the car? Uh, I think you use grout and you build foundations out of them. <laughs> you put them into the garbage. <laughs> just kidding. So <laughs> back to Africa where we got all the raw minerals. Yeah, just bury them for the next person that needs some lithium. Well, BMW came up with a, a novel thing. Their plan is the battery might not be good enough for automotive use anymore, but it can still be used. It still has quite a bit of capacity left. So what they're doing is they've designed it so that you have the charging station in your garage. Well, when the battery life in the car is over you can mount it in your garage attach it to your charger and that will connect it basically to your house so you can use it as a house battery so you could buy data or buy energy when it's cheaper yeah kind of like uh what's his name um elon musk is his idea for the right and so what you could do is if you had like solar panels or something you could charge this battery during the day and then at night it could recharge your car with the new battery the replacement battery or you can use like the tesla what did they call that the wall something yeah i can't remember what they called it to just run your house off of if you are if you live in an area that has variable power rates yeah because elon has an idea of using it to just flatline the power consumption so it just be a, a constant Right. Instead of going up and down all the time. Yeah, because the the problem is the peak load. Right. They have to have these peaking plants, and those are way less efficient than your regular, you know, the the plants that provide most of the power. Is so, that like peaking duck? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's, Just it doesn't like taste quite as good, but it's pretty much the same recipe. <laughs> I know, it's pretty good on rice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, I thought this was just a... So talk to you a little bit about um, those kind of cars. I read an article about how um, some automated cars, they're starting to design them in mind of if something goes wrong, not trying to protect the occupant of the automatic vehicle, but those around them. So you might be put in more danger as the driver, or the driver in quotes, of the automated car (laughs) passenger, the people around you. Yeah, His I, default is to try not to injure others. I did see an article that said something about, you know, the it's more that ethics. Like, the car has to make a choice on who to hurt. I was thinking as insurance companies make that decision. because It could be. If you hurt yourself with your car, that's a lot less liable than if you hurt somebody else. Yeah, and if you're the only occupant and you're headed towards a group of 20 people. It explodes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that'd be cool if the car just like <laughs> fell apart <laughs> and the seat has you like little wheels it. on the bottom. So the car just like disassembles. So just like a pod race crash? Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. So they're going to have some kind of AI in the car to decide who who's more important to save? or No, it's going to be AI. Asimov. Isn't that what I said? I think there's going to be a guy. (laughs) I heard you say there's going to be some guy in your car. (laughs) The insurance insurance guy's in the passenger seat, and he's like, sorry, dude. (laughs) He's got his head on the red button. (laughs) Will he push the button? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
I'm sorry, I kind of mumbled it. I said AI. Okay. <laughs> He's like, I told you not to change that radio station. <laughs> Hello, Dave. <laughs> what are you doing, Dave? Okay. You are about to experience an accident. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot another one. I just, I, dang it. My consumption keeps on getting bigger the more I sit here. Mine's, oh, my goodness. Mine's getting <laughs> smaller. <laughs> go through it quickly. When we yes, get there. I'll go through it quickly. We're not there yet. <laughs> All right. Um, some other things these these used batteries could be used for. Use batteries. <laughs> Used. Um. They could. Oh, what was I? I lost it now. <laughs> uh, you could oh, use they, it as a doorstop. Well, you could just recycle them. They could make new batteries out of them. The thing with lithium ion is I think what happens is there are a bunch of these really thin plates kind of stacked. And when they get charged, sometimes these little like uh, stalactites grow out. Mm -hmm. And then they'll short them them out. Uh So if you just take it out and recycle it and turn it into new plates. Or just take your car over a really bumpy road. Yeah, knock them off. Knock them down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Open your hood, hit it with a hammer if you can. <laughs> oh, Wait, smash. that's where they keep the batteries, right? In the hood, under the hood? Uh, no, they're no, usually I think below they're your feet. Under the floor oh. panels. You want to get the um, the weight, the yeah. center, gravity center of gravity low. You know, I was I was thinking about um, low. electric cars today. Were you? And I, I saw a sign on the road I was driving down that <laughs> said Ace of Base on it? Deaf child, deaf child area. Oh, that child's deaf right there. And so I'm thinking, I wonder if you should just put science inside the interior of your car because it'd be like everywhere is a deaf child area because your car is so quiet that kids aren't going to hear you coming. Even if they're not deaf. Oh, that's why I have yeah. a stereo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. That's why you have a stereo. Rap music will be my engine noise. You're required to play your stereo at a certain decibel <laughs> level if you drive an electric car. <laughs> All the cars will just have those annoying JLG lift beeping mechanisms. Oh, my gosh. Or the big blue crane. <laughs> Beep. The one you can hear across the sound. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. You have to wear earplugs to drive. <laughs> because someone's car so loud. <laughs> uh. Oh, goodness. All right. That's technology. That's technology. How I feel like I know I never felt before. You're so ill. You're so real. Now I know I gotta make you my own. I gotta have a girl like that. That the front to the back, the way that she act. I gotta have a girl like that. That the front to the back, the way that she act.
are my best friend. You are my shining star. You're always there for me, no matter where you are. And when you need the truth, I'm always there for you. We never cross the line. It's nothing sexual. And when I'm feeling cold, she loves to warm me up. And when she's feeling down, I love to bring her up. But we could never be sentimental, no. We could never be. Oh, we're all out of the news. So we've got some sad Star Wars or Star Trek news. Yeah. You guys have probably heard that. uh, Where's my link? Anton Yelchin. Anton Yelchin, who played uh, Chekhov in the new releases of the Star Trek movies, has passed away. What? How did that happen? So what happened was he had a Jeep, and there was a recall on the Jeeps because they had an issue with the transmission putting them into the park, where uh-huh. they weren't. It wasn't engaging quite well in park, and mm-hmm. so he had gotten out of his car to open the gate to his house, not knowing his car was rolling down the hill behind him, oh. and it crushed him between the car and his con- or his uh, brick mailbox and gate mechanism. Holy cow. And they say that he hit his head and it crushed his chest and they figure he died within a minute. Hmm. Huh. That is insane. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, what is really weird to think about is the guy that first played Chekhov is still around and he's like 80 something. Yeah. Um, it's cursed. Oh, wait. No. Walter well, Koenig? Yeah. He had to go through that. Babylon 5. Babylon 5. <laughs> That's the only way to break the curse. Well, and didn't Walter Koenig's son die a few couple of years ago? Oh yeah. So he has yeah, I think had he did. some stra- tragedy, tra- strategy, tragedy also in his life. But I thought he did a really good job of doing Chekhov. He was yeah. really good. I th- I fit perfectly in the movies. <laughs> um, it helped set the tone of the movie. Yeah, it did. Nuclear so, whistles. And I think he was 27 years old. And there's a rash of people that die when they're 27. Huh. I mean, it's really too bad that. And he was about to um, undergo or do his first uh, producer. He's going to produce oh, a movie oh. or direct. I can't remember which one it was. But yeah, it's sucky. Man, that's, that is tragic. It's really tragic. Um, if now, he'd, if he'd had an electric car, it wouldn't have true. happened. It Maybe. wouldn't have? I don't know. I can't say that, I guess. <laughs> If he had his insurance adjuster sitting in the car after <laughs> with he got a, out of it. With a self-destruct <laughs> button. Yeah. Well, if it was an automatic car, it oh, wouldn't have sensors. That's what I was thinking. If it itself. was a self-driving car, it wouldn't have happened. Right. It, yeah. Unless it had like a grudge against him or something. Or if he had a gate opener. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, it kind of sucks that it's because he didn't get one of his... Um, Cars recalls taken care of. So if you get recalls in the mail, it's probably a good idea to at least look at it and see what it does. Take it seriously. Um, yeah, I saw I saw a video that um, on one of those video clip shows is like when cars attack or something. But it's the mm-hmm. same situation where a lady had gotten out to get the mail or something, and her car like was rolling at her and the door was open, um, and it was like pushing her down her driveway towards her garage with the door. Oh. Wow, and I think it ended up she ended up getting run over by it, but I don't think she died. But hmm. yeah, be careful with your car, especially if you have a slope. That thing, you can't stop it once it gets going. I'm not going to turn my back on my car anymore. I'm, uh, I'm kind of scared. 
There was that it's time, right behind you. There was no. a time where we crushed St. Jimmy between two cars. Oh, yeah. I was just talking driveway. about that the other day. In fact, when I heard about this, I, I brought that up to a friend about what happened. And yeah, I, was, I had done a lot of walking, and I was telling somebody at work that my hips get sore when I walk, and I thought it was probably due to having crushed it between two cars. And So then I had to tell the story. <laughs> Do not work on cars and stuff when there's kids around. Yeah, we were trying to unload a car off a trailer, and a kid kind of like ran into the area. So we stopped, but the car was like part way down. I was in the car trying to steer it, and it had no brakes. It was your TR. Oh, <laughs> I ended up being the only one behind it when it smashed rolled into, off the trailer right into his Mercury. Yeah. Oh, oh man! I had my other car up on jack stands, and it knocked it off the jack stands. I don't think I heard that story. I think uh, I'll send you the bill. Master Zed was there. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Actually, I didn't. I didn't. I just went and laid down for a while, and I was fine. But yeah, that car is gone now. Yeah. Although I can still see it sitting in the weeds in you our go on top of it <laughs> in our parents' uh, backyard on Google um, Street View. <laughs> is it? Oh, is there a goat sitting on it? No. <laughs> Yeah, I saw a picture of a goat. I had it running. I drove it oh. a little bit. I had to drive it to a city office to prove that it wasn't a derelict vehicle. Or oh, One of my neighbors that. like complained oh, that I had yeah. a car, this car sitting in their driveway. In my driveway that didn't run. So I was like, okay. Yeah, so I drove it up there and said, hey, I drove the car here. They're like, okay. <laughs> It's not like it's an eyesore car, right? Right. It was a good-looking car. I don't know. I didn't. I don't even know who it was. Some people just can't mind their own business. Yeah, it was <laughs> like at the side of the house where you could only see it if you were directly in front of the driveway. That's where I crossed the street then. Oh, maybe. So I, I told people I was going to do my Sony E3 news this week. Yeah. Um, I forgot my notes. Oops. I was going to type them into my computer today. But then I realized I had taken them from where I had originally written them and put them in my backpack. And then I don't know where they went from there because they weren't in my backpack today. <gasps> so I will do that next week. And also, this is great because this will help us get more on track because that would be a long segment. Oh. Okay. Yeah. We- the short version is lots of cool games, VR. There you go. Oh, everybody's trying to get in VR right now. Yeah, October yeah, 13th. I saw some tweets from uh, Jason Huff about some VR Oct- uh, his books would be awesome with VR. If you made oh, yeah. a game, I just started reading the Plague uh, Plague Forge. Oh, that's a good one. But yeah, uh, yeah anyway. three ninety nine at launch, October thirteenth, and they're going to have at least fifty games by end of the year. Wow, that's all aggressive. in VR. Yeah, awesome. Um, the really cool one that sounds like there's an open world one where you're a member of a biker gang and it's post apocalyptic with Ooh. zombies. Oh. <laughs> Um, so Let's do it. The next one, there's a new story. We should uh, go in on one. Did you guys know that we have two moons? Mm, no, I mooned someone once. We have a mini moon that has been... Yeah, Deimos and Phobos, right? No, we have a oh, mini wait, moon no, that's, that's been circling the Earth outside of our well-known moon. It's like 35 uh-huh. times farther that distance. Whoa. Well, that's really far. It's like 100 meters by 300 meters big. <laughs> They got captured 100 years ago. Oh. And sometimes it's closer to the sun, sometimes it's closer to us, but it does orbit us. 
Huh. We should bring it closer. Its name is... Let me tell you its name. Yes. Yeah. Ralph. It's Ralph. Ralph. Yes. Moon Ralph. Ralph. <laughs> I just found out that the Twitter Blue Bird has a name. They named it Larry. It's Larry Bird. Larry Bird? Yes. Does Larry Bird approve of that? I, it doesn't matter. Is, so this is... The name of the uh, moon is Asteroid 2016H03. <laughs> oh, they just discovered it They discovered April. April. But it's been there... Yeah, for a... So can you see it? But not very well, apparently. It's well, really small. I mean, think about it. Yeah, that's tiny, but if it's luminous, like reflective... Wait, how big did you say it was? Like 100 meters. Oh, okay. A little bigger than a football field. I think there's like a prince that lives on it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to go there. Okay. So that's little... the news. All right, thanks for the news, DVD. Where you should go is to our website, engineerdyshow.com, and check out our t-shirts. Yes, I'm starting to get a second I went looking at those today. If anybody has any of our pictures that we've got on our website, they should tell us they want it on a t-shirt. Yeah, I can make that happen. If they have one of our pictures, or if they like one of them. They're on our website and on our Facebook. Yeah, I just got told by T-Vitty that my Velociraptor that I Try to put up there was a little too large in size, so I got to scale it down. Oh, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna be working on that probably tomorrow. You can also just make a donation on our website if you're interested. Go to the support us tab, tab, and you can use PayPal to funnel us some cash, keep us going, and get some better equipment. Summertime, lead back, seven in my hand and a dime with my seat. We gonna get our drinking on, and shorty she want it. We gonna get it on tonight. I wanna get to know ya. I wanna get to know ya. We gonna get our drinking on, and shorty she want it. We gonna get it on tonight. I wanna get to know ya. I wanna get to know ya. We gonna get our drinking. Show me she want it, we gonna get it on tonight. I wanna get to know ya. I wanna get to know ya. Kicking up in slow mo, breezy like the wind blow. Warm summer breeze though, love the way you live, girl. Hit the lake of ocean, Shabby got me floating. Other dudes are scoping, Shawty sent a photo. We in the zone, man. House party popped off. Do it till it's done, baby girl. Tell me why not. Right, the next <laughs> segment is consumption, where we talk about books we've read or movies we've seen or TV shows we've watched or games we've played. Yeah, so we about games, I just yeah? finished a book called Judas oh, Unchained. No. Judas Unchained, okay. By Peter F. Hamilton. So if you listened you know, a few months ago, I told you about a book called Pandora's Star that I got for free at Comic-Con. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, I liked that book so much that I went to Barnes & Noble and bought these, uh, the second book in the series. It's a two-book two series. They still have Barnes & Noble? Yeah. 
Oh, you mean the website? No, I went into, into the physical store. What? What is that like? Is there people it's awesome. There? I love bookstores. <laughs> anyway, I bought Judas Unchained there, and it's also a thousand paper. pages, like the first book. But <laughs> it was really paper. awesome. Cool. The thing I like about Peter F. Hamilton, not only is he British, which is cool. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm pandering to our UK listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Should I do an uh, accent now? No, please save don't. it for later. <laughs> okay. But he he does a really good job of taking all these different sci-fi concepts and combining them together hmm. into one um, awesome universe. Like so. warp turbo lifts. <laughs> not, not like that. <laughs> so, for example, and, and I've read other books from him. Um, he's got something that it's kind of like the internet, but it can you connect to it in your mind and you can have different uh, it's hard to explain but you can have different upgrades to your body so that you basically have a sensor net you know that you're um, can interact with you're the augmenting world. yourself with hardware yeah augments and stuff like that and he also has wormhole travel so you basically, instead of using a spaceship to get from planet to planet, you just have wormhole generators set up on either side, and you can just basically it has like train systems that connect these. So you can get on a train in New York and go through a wormhole, end up on this other planet, hit a transfer station, go to a third planet. You know. Oh, cool. Do um, the worms so mind? Huh? If you start on Earth, wouldn't you be starting on the third planet? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I liked it. Cool. Um, let's see. As far as movies, I watched a movie called Listening. It's on Netflix. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. What did you say? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you would listen to a movie it's... called Watching. No. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of made me think of. Uh, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but there was a. It's kind of a independent type film. And it kind of reminded me of the time travel one where the these engineers build this time machine and, you know, Old use it and bad things start happening. Well, in this one, these... Primer. Primer. There you go. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of Primer, that kind of movie. But this one, they develops a device that you can read other people's thoughts. Hmm. And, you know, it kind of spirals out of control oh, from there. Oh, I saw that. Was, was that. That was on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, it's that pretty good. That was recommended to me. I haven't watched it yet. That sounds good. Yeah, it's it's a good movie. Um, I watched The Giver. That's also on there. With Jeff Bridges. Is oh. that a chick flick? Um, no. The ending, though, was kind of weak, in my opinion. Um, well, he's not implying that chicks are weak. No. So, basically, it's a post-apocalypse community that's built on drugging the inhabitants so that they don't have any feelings and so like uh, work <laughs> and just you know to get rid of all conflict in society and then uh, like they have their uh, professions assigned to them and all this other stuff um, but the, the ending was weak because 
there was a lot of places they could go with it that they hinted at but actually didn't go there that would have made it really interesting Budget and it was also based on two characters deciphering some enigmatic statement on a map and deciding oh it must mean this even though there could have been a hundred different meanings and then they they were they right happened to get the right one yeah and it's just like do that. that doesn't make sense anyway it kind of ended suddenly too and it's just like okay they this could have been really interesting but they watched the, the landing um all right, so I watched to just today. I found this comedian called James. Uh, what's how do you say Weich. his last name? Vetch Veach. If his German would be Veit or Fight. Okay, well it's spelled V E I T C H, and he's got this. He's it's a comedian, and he's got this bit where he responds to spammers. Like he's actually interested and then gets some in these really ridiculous conversations. That sounds good. I was laughing so hard today watching. He's got this video that's like 20 minutes long on YouTube. And it was just so hilarious. YouTube. YouTube. Okay. I'll check it out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So he's got, you know, somebody emailing him like, I've got all these diamonds and I need to get them out of Africa and... And he's like, I'm in, you know. And uh, they're telling him, we need you to set up this bank account with this bank so that, and you know, and then pay this fee that so we can transfer this stuff to you. And he's he starts getting uh, sidetracked by whether or not there's going to be a free toaster for opening this bank account. <laughs> because and it just goes back and forth, and finally, the guy's good. like, stop mentioning the toaster. The toaster doesn't matter. <laughs> Uh, he's like, if you say toaster one more time, you're not getting, you know. And he's like, wait, so I'm not going to get the toaster, but you know, it's just, it's really funny. It was like that. There's a comedian that did that with telemarketers. As soon yeah. as you get a telemarketer call, he'd record on his machine and just <laughs> just play with it. And then the movie I saw in the theater was called Central Intelligence. Oh, I wanted to see this. It's got Kevin Hart and Dwayne Johnson, and it's hilarious. It looks so funny. It, it's How pretty good. I mean, be? Dwayne Johnson, you, you know, you just picture him as, you know, a big guy that, you know, tough guy or whatever. But he's Asian he really shows off his range in this movie. Um, he's hilarious. He plays a, a kid that was bullied a lot when he was in school, and he's still rather odd as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to give too much away. Yeah, but. Oh, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, you should see it. It's good. We loved my wife and I love Kevin Hart too. Oh yeah, and yeah, he's really funny too in it because he just gets dragged along in this <laughs> really ridiculous uh, thing that's going on. But awesome. Um, there's also another actor that pops up in there that you you might be familiar with, and it's it's pretty funny when. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I won't give any more away than that, but it's it's All pretty right. funny. Sounds good. And that's my consumption. So all I have a attempt. is a couple things that I've seen before. <laughs> One of them is rather old, and I didn't even see the whole thing, but it was Overboard. <laughs> it's got oh. um, 
Kurt Russell. That's and, a great movie. What's her name? Goldie. Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. Oh, I remember it's that one. It's funny. The premise so is <laughs> Kurt Russell's like a contractor and he does a job for this rich couple and they're total jerks to him and they they claim he did something wrong so they don't pay him. Well, he f- figures out that she gets amnesia and her husband just leaves her. So he goes and picks her up, <laughs> make her work brings her home <laughs> to work off the debt. And she he tells her she's his wife and they have a bunch of kids. <laughs> it's pretty they, funny. They pretty much live in a shack, right? Yeah, yeah they do out movie. in the woods. The and best parts is when she has to go to the school for the kids misbehaving oh, at school. Oh, yeah. It's, so it's a good movie. Uh, heartwarming too if I remember. yeah the other one we watched with my in-laws it was 2012 it's got a john cusack you mm-hmm. don't realize how many bad words are in a movie until you're watching it with your in-laws until you're watching with your really conservative religious in-laws and you're like sorry <laughs> sorry uh but this movie has so many Problems. It's a good action movie. Oh, come movie. on. It is a good action movie. But How many has... times did they just barely take off in a plane? Three. Three. <laughs> oh, if you want to watch a movie that's like this but better, go see the Dwayne Johnson one, um, San Andreas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it 2012 is a good movie. Yeah, and it is. It's, I enjoy it. It's awesome on Blu-ray on my TV. But you're just like, the whole, first of all, the premise is retarded <laughs> the premise is that bad the neutrinos coming from the sun suddenly change so that they act like microwaves and begin heating up the earth like the core of the earth it's climate change dude it has nothing to do with climate change it's the climate's changing isn't it they don't explain it they just say the neutrinos they're acting we- different they're saying the star trek actor or uh writer cut well, because okay, a neutrino is a subatomic particle that does is that hardly reacts with anything. There's like millions of them going through you right now. You don't Doesn't have like no mass or something. Yeah, right. And the only way they detect them is they have these huge underground tanks of water, and like occasionally one of them will hit an a water molecule and cause a photon. And they have, mm-hmm. so there are these millions of gallons of water with all these, pho- oops, sorry, all these photon detectors around it. And occasionally they'll get a ping. That's the only way they can detect them. And then they take that and put it in a photon torpedo. So they can no. blow up the Klingon battle cruiser. <laughs> no. But, so all of a sudden, for no reason, the the neutrinos are acting differently. Well, Start interacting reason. with matter? Because humankind is a blight on the earth. <laughs> well, <laughs> and then it's 2012. The Mayans knew this was going to happen. <laughs> what? They caused it, dude. How did they the know? Way, the only this... way you could predict it is if you caused it. <laughs> the Mayans caused it. Okay, and then there's just <laughs> so many astronauts. They're, they're coming back the from where they left to. There's so many ship to reclaim the earth. So much Deus Ex Machina going on, like they're in this impossible situation. But that means Ghost in the Machine, right? It just so happens that some random miracle saves them. Like Russian dude, they're supposed to run out of gas in their airplane, but 
because the of continental drift due to the the temperature <laughs> rise in the core <laughs> this place that they're trying to get to that's over a thousand miles further than they have gas just happened to drift right under them this when they movie crashed. is not meant to be discussed critically <laughs> It's like literally within walking distance <laughs> from, from where their plane crashes when it runs out of gas. <laughs> well, oh, what you don't know is to battle the Mayans coming to reclaim the Earth, the Aztecs <laughs> are secretly helping them. <laughs> I need this. This would be a chapter in my retcon book. I'm going to write. <laughs> yes. So I need you to come up with a bunch of movies with problems, and I'll retcon them. With okay. It'll be my book. This will be the climax of the book. <laughs> There's, the, and then we'll have a failed chapter where I try to retcon that horrible lawyer movie. Yeah. <laughs> but at least they didn't have uh-huh. any suggested rape of an amnesia victim. <laughs> That's always good. Leave out of a movie. <laughs> I don't know what you call that kind of rape. Like, uh, she didn't say no, but she was there under false pretenses. false pretenses. Like, she thinks she's your wife, so you just have sex with her? I guess. And Okay, anyways. The 80s were a different time, dude. Yeah, I guess. That's, that's all I watched was those two things. Right. No new podcast this week. I was... Entertaining. Getting, I was behind and didn't have a lot of time to listen. So, so I guess I'll, I'll just start mine by mentioning I listened to um, Span the Void, and I posted on their Facebook page, and I don't think I got a response. Oh, well, well, how long ago <laughs> did you post? I don't know, a couple days ago. So, anyways, I'm going to start with Goonies. Oh, we've had this movie wrapped in in a. My cellophane. son got it. Yeah, cellophane. He got Goonies, and it came with Goonies and both one and two of um, Gremlins. Oh. So is Goonies okay for kids? Like, yes. I was a kid when I watched it, but things I watched as a kid, like, we don't show our it's, kids. It's okay for kids. Okay. I, I Maybe I'll borrow it from you. In fact, I noticed on Goonies that um, Steven Spielberg directed it. I don't think he gave the kids a script. He probably told them, this is kind of where we want the scene to go, because it's such a jumbled conversation <laughs> mess that it feels like kids talking. It's funny. Um, it's, I can see that. I pointed out to my kids that it had Samwise Gamgees in it. Oh. <laughs> it also has a short round from huh. Indiana Jones. Interesting. Um, it's definitely Very funny, fun Dr. Watcher. Jones. <laughs> yes. He plays a character named Data. And he has, like, he's an inventor that makes all these weird... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I didn't forgot realize how much I had forgotten. Kid. Yeah, I haven't movie. seen this I since I was forever. a kid. Now, there are some problems with the ending of this movie, and it's old enough <laughs> I'm going to spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> so, your boat's been in this cave for 200 years. And then it sails out of the cave. Yeah, obviously. Did they play, it's like, ACDC in- music? or No. I don't know. But, okay, so sails are made out of what? Canvas. Canvas. Boats are made out of what? Boat. Wood stuff. <laughs> Boat. <laughs> it's been sitting in salt water for 200 years, and it's just fine. It can sail away. I don't it think was, so. It uh, was the salt water um, preserved Tap. it. 
Well, they, at the end, so one of them saves the day by he filled his marble bag with gems. I'm like, yeah, but you guys found the boat. And it's just right there. Go get it. It has gold <laughs> all over it. You could buy the entire state. Anyway, I still enjoyed it. It was good. <laughs> um, then I watched another G movie. Not rated, but starting with letter G. I watched <laughs> Gattaca. Oh, I like that one. With Ethan yeah. Hawke and what's his bucket? I remember bucket? seeing that in the theater. Jude Law and uh, the lady from that one show. <laughs> it's not Uma Thurman, Thurman is Thurman. it? Irma Uma Thurman. Alpaca Thurman. And I would, I would go out on a limb and say this. Sometimes in some roles she plays, she's not the most attractive woman. But she's very nice in this movie. Oh. Um, I like that movie. I hadn't seen it in quite a while also. I'd forgotten a lot of it. I didn't remember the part where he's like rubbing his skin off. Yeah. But it's it's a good movie. If you like science fiction, watch it. Um, then I I heard from my Google um, survey thing. It had a list of shows that do you like. Any, have you watched any of these shows? I didn't recognize a single name. Ruby's was like, do you know any of the names of these shows? But on the bottom, there was one called Mr. Robot. Because the next oh, question asked me, if which of those would you watch just based on the name? So I thought, oh, Mr. Robot sounds cool. So I used to love that game when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, like, they made a TV show out of that? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> so I, I watched it. I'm like four episodes in. It's about hackers. Oh. It's got uh, oh that one guy in it from... <laughs> <laughs> Men and Tights. Carrie Elwes? No. The uh, guy who plays... Um, Patrick Stewart? No. He's also Abe in a Star Lincoln? Trek movie. Huh? Abe Lincoln? <laughs> Abe Lincoln? Dave Chappelle. No, it wasn't him. Um, it's a guy that has that really small role in Star Trek where he comes and wakes up Sulu. Oh, that guy from Star Trek. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember. He played Will Scarlet. Yes, Will Scarlet. That guy. I, rem- I know who you're talking He's about. He's in it. Wasn't that in Prince of Thieves? <laughs> Was it? Yeah, that's uh, Christian... Christian Slater. Slater. Oh, it was Prince of Thieves. I get those was he Prince of up. Thieves? Yes. Are you sure he wasn't the comedic guy? Or the... Who played it, the, the Will Scarlet in? It was some... Kid? Little... No, it was... Uh... I can picture him, but I don't know his name. Billy Bob Thornton. No. I thought it was Christian Bob, Bill Slater. Cosby. <laughs> I don't know. I get those two movies mixed up all the time. Yeah, I definitely watch Men in Tights more often. Yes. Wow, that came out in 93. Yeah, I remember seeing it in the theater. I think. (laughs) They're men. Men men, 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 in tights. Matthew Peretta. Oh, that's not the same guy. You're right. Oh. Anyway. You changed your name to Latrine? <laughs> that's, uh, that's so funny. He doesn't oh, yeah, even have a picture on. It. No, of course not. Okay, so go, go back to the... I can't see what my next show is. But I have so many. So Mr. Robot, check it out. It's good. What does that say? Uh, Skype's warning me about something. Oh. I don't care. You keep on going off. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So I was going to watch Star Wars 7. And I asked my son if he wanted to watch it. He's like, no, I don't want to watch that. Let's watch a Fast and the Furious movie. So I was like, well, which one should we watch? He's like, my favorite one. I was like, well, which one's that? 
Fast and Furious 7. So instead of watching Star Wars 7, we watched Fast and Furious 7. Oh, that guy. Okay. I pulled up a picture of Will Scarlet from, mm. the, from Men, Men in Tights. tights. Oh, he has tights. black hair. I always pictured him as a ginger. <laughs> For some reason, I don't know. Does he look anything like Christian Slater? Not really. Mm, he's got hair. <laughs> Dang it. It's kind Irish of long hair. Slater. Okay, yes, I remember that now. I just watched that not that long ago. Hmm. So. Alright, well, the, let's get we rolling. We, so, Fast and Furious 7. Long. Then I ended up watching Star Wars 7. And then um, I watched a new show on Netflix called Australia's Most Dangerous. And the coolest one on there, do you know anything about cassowaries? No. no. They are large, flightless birds. They can grow up to a couple hundred pounds in size. Ooh, sounds delicious. They, their feet are reminiscent of a velociraptor. Huh. As in they have a really sharp, long central claw. And they attack you with their feet. Um, and they injure people a lot. They like to puncture you in the chest. And the lady, the Australian lady that described it that works in a cassowary um, farm as a, like a ranger says they catch you in the upper chest and unzip you. Oh, <laughs> what's it called? A cassowary. Cassowary. And they raise them for cassowary. food? Oh, cassowary. There you go. Oh, wary. And they just hang out in the jungles of Australia. They're really cool looking. They have a big thing on the top of their head, like a little fin. And they look, they look like a dinosaur. Bright blue heads. I think that's what dinosaurs are probably called. It looks like. like a dinosaur crossed with a turkey. Yes, yes it does. They're dangerous. Um, but they're really cool. Just like every animal in Australia, right? Yeah. Did it, yeah. They should have just said most Australian animals. I don't animal. want to go to Australia after watching this show because <laughs> it sounds like it's dangerous. Let's just hang out in downtown Sydney. Um, don't go there. I mean, look at that. It's creepy. Yeah. That thing on its head looks very dinosaur-like. Dinosaur, yes. Okay, let's go back to the list. So All right. off some more. Um, with this old house, we watched a good episode of that where they were talking about old heating systems, and he said that when you um, heat water, it gets lighter. It does. Any fluid gets lighter when you heat it. Mm. Haven't you heard warm air rises? Water warm. doesn't get lighter. Yeah, it does. It gets less dense. Okay. The molecules spread out. So it's less dense. That does make it lighter. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. If you spread yourself out, it doesn't make you lighter. <laughs> if you were a fluid... If, if you were, were a fluid... If you were in a fluid, you would have more buoyancy if you were spread out more. That's true. If you increase your volume talking, without okay, increasing your weight... You don't increase your mass when you get hot. That's how. I that's true. It. But if you had water and you heat it, the hot water will rise to the top. Right, because it's spreading out compared to the air around it. Compared to the whatever cooler around water around it. Right. I still don't think it gets lighter, but I'm thinking mass. So Then we watched Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire tonight before I came over. I like that one. That's probably my favorite Harry Potter book. My youngest son likes that one because um, T-Vitty went to labor during that movie. <laughs> we had to leave it early to have him. So he likes that one. Nice. Um, then I watched Underworld, which is my favorite vampire movie. Um, it's got also got werewolves in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and hybrids. With T-Vitty, we watched Dual Survival. What's that? They take two guys out in the woods and they survive. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say one survives. <laughs> <Are they laughs> no, that's the right idea for a show. They stay there till one of them is dead. 
And then a friend of mine introduced me to a new rap artist named NF. Um, the interesting thing about him is he doesn't swear in his raps either. And he's a Christian fellow. Hmm. But it's it's really good rap. It kind of reminds me of um, Eminem style a little bit. Minus all the foul language and the inappropriate content. Um, I watched a YouTube video called The World's Largest Nerf Gun. These yeah. guys took like a Nerf gun revolver and scaled it up. So you have to hold it with like a shoulder strap. It's probably like five feet long. And it shoots um, pool noodles with the ends of um, Plunger. plungers glued to them. <laughs> Check it out. Just search for World's Largest Nerf Gun. Uh, I've watched three episodes of Bob Ross on Netflix. Hmm. He's the painter. That does the happy trees from the 90s. <laughs> you watched three episodes of it? Well, Minecrafting. Okay. Um, maybe maybe want to go paint because it makes it look so easy. Because he does an entire landscape in 22 minutes. Huh. Wow. Um, yeah, and then I can't do that. Also, why Minecrafting? Because uh, there's no way I could have stayed awake through this movie without it. <laughs> 2001 is Space Odyssey. I want to watch <laughs> what it. What is with the weird monkeys just... at the beginning? I understand it's because of the thing makes things more intelligently advanced but then it causes them to go psycho as well they're hmm. stupid um what's it called the monolith i want to watch it just because it's such a classic what are you doing, Minecraft Dave? And watch it. yeah and that, that part of the movie which i thought would be like the whole movie with him against the machine was Very a really small, small like 10 minute part of the movie yeah hmm. but a lot of the stuff that he puts in there for being in the 60s was really cool they had lots of scenes of people walking in zero G with like Velcro shoes. <laughs> that would be hard to keep clean. <laughs> it looked like it's really hard to walk that way too. They had video video calls. Yeah, video calls. They had Skype. Oh, it was like great. we're doing right now. That's right. Like us. And that is the end of the consumption I will talk about today. All right. Wow. Thanks, Stevie. You actually sped through that pretty fast. Yeah. Thanks. Sundays off, then I'm back to my game. I'm all about the money in the bank. These fools on your list put their time in the video games. You can be a video dame, a video vixen. Be honest, you ain't gotta do much. The whole world knows what your smile is worth. You should think about leaving this curse. I know it First you love me. All right, let's do some nerd cred. Okay. Lots of Minecraft coming up. <laughs>
<laughs> well, so my daughter called me on Skype today, this after work, and uh, she was telling me about about her Minecraft world. Her and her brother <laughs> been playing on. So she ended up propping her phone up so that I could see the TV <laughs> and Skype. And then I, she was like, showing me her house and all this cool stuff that she'd built. And so <laughs> I was watching Skype on my laptop of my daughter's Minecraft. Wow. Minecraft, yeah. <laughs> you know they have YouTube for that. I know, but I was watching, you know, my own daughter's. She should have made a YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's mine. Okay. Well, I finally got Minecraft working on my Windows 10 computer. The beta? 10 beta? The beta? Windows 10 Minecraft beta that I didn't know about. So I wasted hours trying to get Minecraft to work on Windows 10 when there's this... You know what? My kids have somehow figured out how to get the old Minecraft working on Windows 10. Oh, I can't figure I, it I out. I couldn't either, so I just went with the So I've, been, I've played it a couple times. I, It's harder because you don't know how to it doesn't tell you how to craft things like you oh, have, yeah. to have your phone handy yeah that's what i was doing today okay google here. tell me how to craft mine well, like and, yeah minecart. and the map it doesn't tell you what your coordinates are no and the older versions you could have three on the computer version it'd bring up a big screen of all the text and it'd have the actual coordinates where you're at oh does that not work anymore no so i usually if i want to find level 12 which is where all the good stuff is supposedly i dig down till i can't dig anymore and then dig around because there'll be different varying levels. Find the tallest of the blocks you can't dig through, oh. and that's zero, I guess. And then you count up. What I do, what I did is I found a cave that had a pool of lava because most pools of lava are at that level. Hmm. So, um, and I f- completed my bed that I designed and built. He has a witness. I saw it. I slept on it last night. It was comfy. Oh, good. So I, than on the floor? Yeah, it sucks sleeping on a mattress on the floor, which we did for months. Does it suck sleeping or does it suck getting, getting out of bed in and out. sleeping? Yeah. So I came up with the idea. I drew it up in solid edge and cut out the pieces and stained them and put them together. And it awesome. was as solid as I was hoping it would be. So Excellent. You didn't run it through like some kind of... No, I couldn't figure it out on the student version I have. So I was going to put a load on it and see if it how much it was supposed to deflect and all that, but do some finite element analysis. I used my <laughs> yeah. engineering uh rule of thumb and just estimated that it would be fine. If I was going to get a tattoo, I would get like a ruler tattooed on the side of my thumb. That's a good idea. Rule of thumb. Yep. Um yeah, I figured if it wasn't sturdy enough, there were some things I could do to brace it. Like connect, it's basically four boxes with a center piece. So I have cubbies, four cubbies on each side that are about three feet deep. And they're 20 by 20-ish. I figured if they, if it felt wobbly or anything, I could hook the boxes together. Just throw a diagonal brace and end or inside or, the back. Yeah, or I would add some bracing inside. But I didn't have to do that, so it doesn't squeak cool. or anything also, which my wife was concerned about. <laughs> Excellent. So that's my nerd cred. So my son Zok is in Japan right now. Weird. I know. And we set up a little Facebook chat thing for him. 
there's a chat group. I'm not sure if you're added to it or not. Uh, I don't know how to use Facebook. Oh, I saw some Facebook. photos that he posted on Facebook. Yeah, he had uh, actually ate octopus. Oh. He said it was way better than they thought it would be. Hmm. I wish I could yeah. try weird things like mac and cheese at home. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was chewy and crunchy at the same time. Weird. He said it didn't fit, taste fishy at all, which he doesn't like the fish taste of things. So I like that. Um, he mentioned that where they were at had 818 bridges. Wow. wow. He was taking a picture of many, as, he, as many of them as he could, and he directed that comment towards me, <laughs> which I was very proud of him taking pictures of bridges. <laughs> I, I, I typed back that I was going to, good, bring him home. We can build him in Minecraft. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> I also got my wife to say just what Paul did. Oh, great, today when we were watching Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. And he's running from, or he's flying away from the dragon. They're flying around the castle. I was like, oh, that'd be a great castle in Minecraft. And she's like, oh, great. <laughs> it was funny. I'm only halfway done with my R2-D2 in Minecraft. Um. So, we have our competition for sc- drawings of my scary story I did. It's yeah. On the oh, website. I know some people have read it. Um, I spent one of my lunches this week making some sketches. Unfortunately, they're on my two-by-two two, um, post-it notes. Oh. <laughs> and I have three of them. I did a close-up of the woman in, or the girl in the bed's face. I did a close-up of the creature's face. And they did one showing the creatures sitting and holding down the, nice. the girl um, on post-it notes. And I stuck them in my, um, I have a graph paper flip book uh-huh. that I did all my Nacocremo drawings in. And I stuck them on a page in there, which is in my backpack, and I didn't bring that. Hmm. Um, I'll have to scan them somehow. I wish I hadn't done them on the yellow sticky notes now. I'll <laughs> 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 to scan them and, and post them because I'm not sure. I'm yeah, put them on the Facebook and then I might win if no one else posts anything. Yeah. So get your drawings in. Mom, I'm looking at you. You're a good artist. Let's see it. Um, and then my last nerd credit is we have movie night at my house tomorrow. Aw. I can't make come. it. 7 o'clock. Cool. We're watching Cannonball Run. So when people hear this show, that will have been a couple days ago. Yes, yep. it will. And you missed it. You should have <laughs> announced it a week earlier. <laughs> I should have. But I just bought the movie on Amazon through my wife's account because she has Prime. And it only took two days to get here. It was great. Did you click through our old website? I did. Sweet. Thanks. The best things in life is priceless. I'm the last one to get mushy on the wife bit. You and me, but down since I was trifling. All I ever wanted was some green and some nice kicks. Hustler, had my own back. I was less about love and more about the cognac. All them girls taught me all the wrong lessons when I opened up to them. They all flipped the script. My cold attitude is a product of this, and I won't change who I am. I'm on my grind, miss. But it's hard to neglect the fact when I was broke in the gutter, you had my back. Misdirected. Mr. Woods ain't the only one with transgressions. Shoot. 
I was stressing because I had this fine little yummy yummy on my mind. Hold up. You know your boys always aiming for the finer things. And all my homies think I'm insane. I'm always on the grind and that won't change. But see what you girl, I got it made. Never pictured myself strapped with my gun At the same time, bed, bath, and beyond My past won't fade away Guaranteed though, the sex stay out of control We don't need love, but we do got it So we do flaunt it And the jealous ones, yeah, they do want it Peep how them girls staring with you glowing Alright, our final segment is feedback Where the listeners get involved What? what? <laughs> On Facebook, we had the usuals our stalwart Neil Orange Peel, Rob Hancock, and Matthew from Passers By Podcast. You guys should come to next movie night. <laughs> that tickets would be aren't that really far for all of them. Uh, we got a new iTunes review. Nice. Oh, sweet. So last week I I reviewed a podcast called About Nashville. Yes. With, and the host's name is Mike Rogers. And he wanted to trade iTunes reviews. So I reviewed his today or yesterday. And uh, he reviewed ours. He said about our show, the title was Good Show! Exclamation point. Five-star review. Nice. He said, this podcast is smart and well put together. Thank you. Great reviews and nerdy banter. I felt like I was in the room with Sheldon and his friends for real. Subscribe (laughs) now or they may hack your Twitter account and like (laughs) a bunch of porn pictures. That was my excuse anyway. (laughs) I which really. One, which one was the Sheldon? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's not me. I'm obviously Wallowitz. Uh, I don't know. Actually, one of you guys have to be Wallowitz because. And I'm definitely Cuther Polly. So, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm your Penny, right? Penny, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of her name. I, I was thinking Jenny. No, what's the guy with the lisp? I don't know. Oh. I don't really watch. Oh, it. um. He's not really a friend of theirs. It's like Do I have a list? With a C or something, like a Cray... Kripke. Kripke, yeah. Kripke. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> I've been thinking about trying to get, when when Paul gets back, um, trying to do some uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh. thought that'd be fun. I don't have a lisp, do I? No. Okay, good. Not usually. On Twitter... And I don't have an Indian accent. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Oh, oh another trip with the Barbie. Oh, great. <laughs> um, on Twitter, Paul, I can't believe you did that. We got <laughs> tweets from the Caution Wet Floors guys. I reviewed them a week or so ago. Uh, passersby Matthew, he said, we talked about having him on our show. He said to schedule it. So we need to talk oh, about when we want to have him on. Which coast does he live on? East Coast. Of Zimbabwe? Yes. <laughs> That's a long ways away. So he's. 14 hours different than us. So to find a day, maybe we can record early. Yeah, and maybe we could do like we did with JT and just have him on until he gets too tired. Hopefully he's not sick. Although I think... (laughs) Because the problem is we record during the week, so he probably has to work the next day. Yeah. Staying up late might not work, but... I thought our interview went pretty well, actually. Today? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it did too. I always worry because I'm not very good at talking to people that I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I think you guys covered a lot of good stuff. 
I probably listen to the most rap music amongst the three of us. Yeah, you do. Um, he also read your story and liked it. Matthew did. The scary one? Yeah. I, I think, think he, said, he said something about he's had he's experienced sleep paralysis before. <laughs> well, so. hopefully he doesn't again because now, now we'll, his subconscious might fill him in with the wrong thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last Twitter interaction was just with uh, Mike from the About Nashville podcast. We tweeted back and forth a couple times, so. I figured out how to check our non-U.S. page views on our new website. Oh, good. And at first it was just showing me all time. Uh So from when we brought it up till now, the top non-U.S. page view was India. And it actually shows me the breakdown of by cities. It doesn't go per country, per city. It just shows like the top 10 cities in the world. And Mm -hmm. three of them were Indian cities. So there's at least three. It might be because we had a new podcast or new uh, website. And several of them have been emailing TVD asking about them, you know, administering our website. Oh, they're like tech support people. Please let us administer website. Yeah, I like that. That was not me. For this week... um. On our new website, the non-US page view leader was the UK. Yay, UK. So thanks, oh, UK. our British listeners. And well, UK has more than just British listeners, right? No, they, that's right. British and... Wait, is Ireland considered part of Britain? No. Okay, Northern, so Northern Ireland, Ireland is. Ireland and off. No, Regu- it isn't. Regular Don't Ireland shrimp on the bobby. is separate. Um, okay, but the Northern Ireland... Is part is, of Great Britain. Yes. Wait, but are they both those considered part of the British Isles? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so... Otherwise, it would be the British Isle. Irish people wouldn't consider themselves <laughs> well, British, other though, Other small they? islands, too. Oh. Isle of Man? It's a what? man, man. I'm confused about this. Maybe our UK listeners can sort it out for us. Invite us to your place you know, and pay for the pick. I think they were voting today on whether to stay in the European Union or not. They were. I oh, think yeah. it failed. I think they are staying. Yes, that's what I meant. Barely. Um, so close. I did check on our old website because they're still getting page views there. And combined both websites, it was still the UK. Nice. Okay. But on the old website, France was the leader. Oh. Yeah, TVity is very fed up with her um, class she's taking and has been on the verge of just quitting. Oh, I hope she doesn't. Because the way it's being taught, they introduce these grand general topics and then don't ever tell you specifically how you're supposed to implement it. Oh, that's And then sucks. the homework is reporting on how you implemented it. And she's she's been spending six, uh, seven hours on her homework. That's how I felt the first time I took probability and statistics. <laughs> exactly. I've it taken was like, classes just like that. They would go over the theory and then they would say, okay, do this. And you're like, well, I get the theory, but I don't know how to do this get the application i don't know how right. what equation goes here so i ended up taking probability and statistics well, twice she's discovered with wordpress that uh, you go searching on the internet to find solutions and you'll look and oh that makes sense and you go looking at the wordpress and they change it so often oh yeah that you have to look at the date on that's when the internet that's lame are. well if she needs help let me know and i can probably help her figure stuff out okay I think if, she has three lessons left. 
Oh, okay. So once we get through that, then we can see. I mean, she'd be. We'll take over. She's actually. More. But she's actually learned enough that. I think she's good at what she's doing. Well, she can teach me, and then we can she, work on actually it for her last homework assignment. Had to put together a sign up sheet for a newsletter. Oh, I. Yeah, I signed up for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> we create it, you'll get one. Okay. It'll go to my personal email. Good. Um, if you want to contact us, our email is enginenerdyshow at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. We're at enginenerdyshow. Uh, you can leave a review and listen on iTunes, and you can comment on our website, which is enginenerdyshow.com. And you can support the show by going to enginenerdyshow.com and donating via PayPal or buy a t-shirt. And sign up for our newsletter. Yeah. Because <laughs> Vitty's tracking it right now and learning about conversion, which means having somebody go to your website and then do something that shows that they're actually interacting with you. So you're converting them. Oh, cool. Oh. So who's going to be in charge of the writing the newsletter? I'm not, I'm not good at that. I think it's probably oh. going to fall on me since she... Maybe. You know who's good at newsletters? Mrs. Jimmy. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> well, I was thinking combined, those two could yeah. start the website. And yeah. once we get our message board up, mm-hmm. which is in the future, I want. Wow, we're going to have a message board? I want one. Similar to like SSPD. Oh, yeah. Or what was the whole thing? SSPBD? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> is that still there? BVD. No, oh. it's totally gone. Oh, darn. Anyway. All right, thank you for listening this week. Stay nerdy. Live long and nerdy. Nuclear Wessels. (laughs) (laughs) You know me so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Something fun on your guitar. Something with an A or a G. Just be sure that I can tell you. Just be sure that I can tell it again Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and tuny things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees So you've seen it all before Looking at me stuck in a tree Trying to hold a thought you can't ignore Something multiplied by a three Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again It was awesome though I liked liked that interview We should do that more often I didn't get a chance to ask him if he would um, actually perform my DVD intro theme song. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you did a good job, DVD, because I had a Word document open with questions I was going to ask, and you were asking them off of my sheet. I'm oh, like, how that? do you know what? Because I like there's rap a music mirror behind music, you. and I really enjoy learning about so, people's creative process. Because yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, I kind of awesome. opened up my creative process since I've moved closer to you guys. I think it's because my job's so boring. Mine's gotten worse. <laughs> <laughs>
Most guitars are made of trees With some metal for the strings And some frets and tuny things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees The song Most Guitars Are Made of Trees is by Greg Gibbs.